All right, everybody, welcome to The Primal Show. Uh, at this point, I have no idea what episode we're on. We'll put that in the notes. <laughs> but uh, as always, we have me, Mike McKnight, and my co-host, Derek Lytle. And we have an awesome, met him uh, virtually a couple of years ago, but uh, his name is Sean Sakonofsky. He goes by Sean Sacco um, for short, but we'll uh, let him give himself an introduction. But thank you for coming to the show, Sean. Well, firstly, thank you for for having me um, and also the opportunity to share my story amongst this incredible world of noise and and uh, and information. And who I who I am is uh, is basically a culmination of organic sort of self growth and and identifying what I do and what how I can be of of uh, of a help to 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 someone else not necessarily going out there to save humanity but ultimately i've become a spokesperson for the um for the ketogenic low carb high fat uh, movement or the carnivore movement in the cycling world um basically showcasing um ultimately what you can achieve through um breaking away from all the dogma uh, that has uh, been sort of uh, completely always um, flung flung at you, and there's so um, every time I go out there and ride, um, for me it's uh, it's a, it's a, it's a case of actually identifying the truth. Um, so much so that owing to the last three years, um, I have um, really seen what's happening um, to to society and in, in on a whole, and through my own investigative uh, research and interests, um, I've really come to the conclusion that uh, we are under attack and our minds are, are completely at risk of, of losing our, our, our will for, for free thought. And it all starts at the nutrition level. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> we, uh, we need more spokespeople like that because <clears throat> Derek and I talk about this all the time, just how crazy society is becoming in terms of nutrition. Like, I don't know if it's the same over. So you live in Cape town, right, Sean? Correct. Correct. Uh, I don't know if it's as bad over there as it is over here, but like we have like, you know, vegan agendas being pushed on school lunches. There's a lot of talk about how we need to start eating insects for our protein. That's a valuable source of protein versus beef. Is it pretty similar over where you're at in that sense? Well, um, it, it, um, just just so you do know, um, I, I'm I'm one that always likes to sample things and 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 find out for myself. And I actually have eaten copious amounts of insects insects in the past, worms, cockroaches, and not 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 because I, uh, it was more out of intrigue and and interest. I didn't. I spent basically. I went to a restaurant and I also got some of these these uh, sustainable insect um, products. Um, also wanted to kind of see what it would do to my gut because the gut is, is the first thing, first tell time, tell sign for me that something's not right there. For me personally, that's why I also respect other people's um, views and path, paths of, of going uh, in the direction in which they go because they they probably can thrive and so on and so forth because it works for me and it, it doesn't need to be frowned upon if it works for somebody else. So I'd never ever want to become uh, be this dogmatic a person that doesn't see but anyway to, to to conclude the story i've tried it i won't do it again um i think it's i think after the other research and, and reading the information i have it's inherently unhealthy for you uh, bugs and insects carry a a, a um a, a fungus and a bacteria which can actually 
sabotage your your brain function. It can actually de- can literally make you become uh, 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 destroy your destroy your 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 cognitivity, your your intelligence, everything. True story. Um, with regards to veganism, veganism is uh, it's a terrible fashion. Um, it's a terrible ideology which is backed up by a bogus diet which is destroying the youth's lives. I also believe it's all part of the greater um, uh, deep state um, plan, and that is to ultimately emasculate the population because all of the plant-based food um, is completely devoid of animal-based cholesterol, which is the optimal nutrition for uh, the regeneration of brain cells, the ultimate production of testosterone, the reparation of your arteries and your blood vessels, and I'm sure you all know this, that out of society is to ultimately emasculate society, so to make society and ultimately have the least resistance in taking over society. And if you look at the way and I don't want to jump straight into this, but if you look at the way um, the Second World War, when men were really men, um, not, to, not to defame our masculinity, but the, the, there's some very interesting articles about, with the title of You're Not the Man, You're Not the Man Your Father Was. And that's just to showcase the fact that we have lost what is nutrition. We've not lost the value of actual natural uh, food um, grown from the earth, um, developed from the earth, fed from the earth, and we've created this. We've become in eating processed, uh, processed matter, which is described as food, but it's inherently unhealthy for you. It makes you unhealthy, and it's all part of the great big factory to keep those who are in power, uh, um, you know, keep their coffers full. Just out of curiosity, before we dive into a lot of the stuff that you just said, I'm just curious, are you self-taught or do you have like training in nutrition? So, so that's a very good question. And um, um, it's almost um, something which came up uh, just by by in the last 24 hours. My, the, the, the greatest inspiration and instigator in what I do is my niece, my, my younger niece, who, who is turning 21 this year, who went to a very left-wing school in her very early teens um, and became a vegan, then was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease called Hashimoto's disease, put on a terrible amount of weight, uh, worse than obese. Uh, three years ago, I broke my clavicle. I ended up spending a week with my sister and the family and my niece came to me and, and said, Uncle Sean, please can you tell me about the ketogenic diet? And she had a history. And for me, it was like a blessing in disguise because she came to me. And there's a, somebody who is a, a, an absolute millennial who is taking charge of her own life. She was completely suicidal, wouldn't allow people to take photographs of her because she had no worth whatsoever. Um, today, she has lost, I mean, she's probably lost half of body weight she looks she is i'm not just saying this because she's my family but she's drop dead gorgeous she is blossomed into this person 
whom is on another level. She has literally reversed her Hashimoto's disease, much to her, um, much to her um, endocrinologist's disappointment, and um, effectively, she she is a new person. And from seeing her change her life, just by her asking me a simple question, was I mean, if I can help somebody else, this was, because I'm not a philanthropist. It's, it's not something which I, I'm, I'll change one person's life for the better. Maybe somebody else will see that and, and, and change their ways. And um, she has, obviously she was eating meat, um, but she has since become carnivore um, um, because I found it incredibly fascinating that food could create so much bulk and so much growth. And that was severely lacking because I wanted to grow, but I couldn't, but it wasn't nutrition. But getting back to my, my, um, my niece, her question to me just yesterday was, how many calories must I eat? And, um, and, and, and basically how much, what is the volume of food I must ingest? And I thought about that question. And no, just not defaming her, I love her dearly, but it is the same question that I get asked almost on a regular basis. How much food must I eat? An infant that has just come out of its mother's womb that goes, on, goes to suckle on a mother's breast, knowledge about nutrition in that moment than any adult out there because it's drinking, it's ingesting food to the quantity until which it is satisfied we have lost our way to be in touch with nature simply by complicating the absolute shit out of nutrition by simply implementing a macronutrient which is grossly non-essential and putting it into our diets and creating an environment through this blood glucose a spiral and completely making us devoid of being in touch with our natural instincts to know I must stop eating when the hunger sensation is no longer. It is simple as that, but yet we will pay copious amounts of money. And, and I know that uh, um, um, my coaches and I do some video co consulting, I charge an arm and a leg for it, okay? But I'm charging because a person wants to be spoon-fed. But you don't have to be spoon-fed if you simply eliminate that high, that high, high carbohydrate diet. Get in touch with the natural, your natural cycle of knowing how much to eat and um, and when to stop eating. And, and it's simple. When we evolved, where we came from, there were no 7-Elevens. There was no watches to tell us when it's breakfast. We didn't catch. Oh, oh, oh. we didn't find the food on the ground gathering. We didn't catch the game that we, we hunted at a certain time to prepare our meal. We, we caught at that specific time. Sometimes we were on the move for three or four days before we found the, our food. Our bodies are designed to be that way. So in, 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 in to answer, to, to, in, to conclude that the, the, I have never, I, I don't want an institution to come and tell me how to simply eat. Case closed. <laughs> that I would agree with you 100%. And I think it's interesting how, like you were saying, 
like society has this over overly complicated nutrition and and really it's not that complex it's like just just eat real food eat till you're full and yeah. maybe just don't eat sometimes like fast like it's been a tradition for thousands if not millions of years i guess like yeah. and you, you just do feel a lot better but everyone wants to know like oh well how many exactly how many calories should i eat or how much should i work out every day like all these things but it's like no really just like simplify it and you're going to feel a lot better then maybe at that point start adding in supplementation if you do need it 100 percent, 100 percent. and you know with regards to fasting fasting can uh, um a, a, a good fast can can create so many health benefits as i'm sure both of you know and but to the audience it is something which um, the pharmaceutical companies, big pharma, could never ever. It would be it would be dire for for their business if added fasting or fasting sessions because they would literally go out of business because they couldn't control it. Best medicine in the world, and it costs you nothing. In fact, it will save you money. A hundred percent. And just going off of what you were saying earlier about like switching from a high carb diet to not necessarily cutting out all carbs, but like drastically lowering the amount of carbs that you're eating in a day. The the thing that I found out is like, I don't know if you get a lot of flack from nutritionists, Sean. I know I do. And I know Derek does saying that we're essentially promoting like an eating disorder. We're promoting unhealthy ways of eating that it's not sustainable for people to like have to like restrict food their whole life and the thing that i'm sure all three of us have recognized and we've said a lot on this podcast before is yes at the start it might come across is that you're restricting carbohydrates and it might like be challenging at first but if you spend in my lean foods beef eggs you know some raw dairy moderate fruit you're gonna like essentially thrive like you're gonna find out that you thrive off of that way you're going to no longer crave the pop tarts, crave the cereals, crave the pastas. Like you're going to get addicted, becoming feeling good. And then essentially you just choose to eat that way because you know, you feel so much better and that's what your body actually craves. Well, let's, let's, let's look at it from another, another perspective because I just, I, I covered the topic um, today for social media uh, post. Um, the, the salt water versus carbohydrate sugar drinks. In fact, uh, so much so I've seen in specifically in the cycling world because the cycling world is the worst. People literally taking sugar and putting in their bottles, adding a little bit of um, lemon water to, to and salt to to mask the sweetness, and then going out on this on this on this. It, the idea just wants it makes me want to throw up it, because that's my reaction to sugar now. Because after all these years of, of, of it's just horrific. Um, and they all of them come back and say, no, I've got to brush my teeth now, and my teeth are all furry and everything. But you take salt water, not only is it going to offer you optimal um, hydration and electro electrolytic replacement if you're using a good rock salt, Himalayan rock salt, sea salt, uh, desert salt, um, because of its multi-mineral profile, uh, but it's going to eliminate bacteria. It's going to reduce plaque buildup if you if you if you um, swirl it around your mouth before drinking it. Okay, and if you if you have a slight sore throat or irritation on the bike, you just goggle goggle with it. I can tell you now, it's going to do wonders for you. So just in that alone, I think is evidence that hang on, this is completely and utterly healthy for you. Okay, the salt water, but the sugar water is going to rot your teeth. Okay. 
And with regards to the nutritionists, nutritionists saying all of this, I think they are at fault with regards to creating this perpetual hunger by saying you must what you think of the logic around having five small meals a day you are a prisoner that's what you are you are a slave that's what you are okay they are they're ruling your life by giving you this macronutrient by keeping you hungry because all sugar is probably the most addictive substance probably even fentanyl is not even as addictive as sugar okay that's why over 43% of America is grossly obese, not overweight, obese. There is a difference, okay? Obese is grossly overweight, okay? You go back to pre-9, if you go and look at footage, beaches of the NASA space launches where they're all looking to, to watch the rockets go and look at the figures of the men and the women, okay? Watching and on the beaches, the, I, I know this is kind of going down a sticky road, I think, but like the whole body positivity movement too. Like, I mean, I'm all for, cause like, just to give a little bit about my back, my background, like, you know, when I started eating cleaner, I had like, I had a lot of struggles losing my midsection and I was eating clean for a year or two. And so I understand like, if you're eating healthy and you're working out and you know, you might not have as good of genetics and it might be harder for you to lose some weight. Like, sure. It's okay to like be positive with what you're doing with yourself because you're trying, you're working out, you're eating clean. Your body's just taking a little bit of time to, to shed that unwanted weight. So to the, to a sense, like I kind of do understand the body positivity movement, but that's a very small percentage of the people in that movement, in my opinion. And so what I am seeing on my end is just like, the government, everybody's promoting this unhealthy lifestyle in terms of like eating junk, saying it's okay to eat junk. And as people are gaining weight from it and becoming unhealthy for it from it, now they're like, they're having to come up with new ways to like make people think that it's still okay. And then hence the body positivity movement. So yes, like going back to that beach, like analogy that you just gave with NASA and everything, like I totally get what you're saying. Like anybody that is paying attention can see that our society is heading in the wrong direction in terms of weight and health it's just really sad to see that people just start making these new movements to make it seem like it's okay i don't know if if you understand what i'm saying or if that made sense or not 